summarize story. You're going to summarize your story in less than... We have more questions than that, so... We might summarize you get our story. one minute. You get only exactly one minute to tell your story. Well, and we're already 20 seconds in, so... <laughs> we started this already. <laughs> You're going to have to edit this part out. <laughs> or keep it. That's kind of the beauty of it, but... Alright people, here we are, driving up into the canyon an hour and 45 minutes later. We've been waiting a long time to make no, no, this in terms we. of days and weeks and also minutes today. Just Justin really has been waiting. He is the um, hardcore productive guy part of the team and I'm just a ditzy blonde girl that shows up. Yeah. <laughs> This entire podcast is going to be uh, edited and produced and directed <laughs> by me. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. Um, it literally, quite literally, along for the ride yeah. because we are in the canyon right now, as we speak. Which is a fantastic segue, <laughs> unintentionally, into our, uh, I guess, kind of our intro episode. Um, I don't really know why I had this idea, but... Um, there's something about being in Utah and having to drive a lot. And um, the way we met was kind of interesting. We're both part of this uh, young adult Catholic group. And she put in the giant group me that she needed oh, a Kelly. ride from the airport to her house. And I had never met her before. And... Uh, I was just like, you know, I work from home. I'm really not doing anything at 11.30 besides just working. And, like, as long as I finish my work, it's fine. So I was like, I'll go get her. Like, no big deal. So... Probably knew I could have been a serial killer. Could have been anyone, honestly. Still might be. <laughs> um, so that's how we, we met. I picked her up from the airport, and we had a pretty good conversation on the way back to her house. And Pretty good. It was stellar. That was kind of it. And then... A couple weeks later, she needed another ride, and I was like, I think I can do that, and then it happened a third time, and so began the tumultuous friendship of <laughs> Justin and Anna Kate. Just Justin over here being a saint, giving people <laughs> rides to the airport, you know? Yeah, um, but anyways, kind of, uh, one of the things that we thought was really interesting about our rides is we'd never met each other before at least on, on the first one, and we had just such a good conversation, and it kind of took me back, at least, to when you're just sitting on the chairlift with a guy going up the mountains, and you just learn their whole life story in, like, the eight or nine minutes it takes to get from the bottom of the chair to the top, and... That's all it takes, nine minutes. Yeah, that's it, and you just know this whole person's life story, so... Um, and it's kind of the same with with canyon drives. There's lots of um, canyons in Utah. I mean, just within Salt Lake, there's six or seven that you can drive up. But honestly, um, can you count how many times you've had to sit in traffic in the canyon to yeah. get up to the ski slope? Just, just up to just the... Just sit yeah. for a, a while. You must not leave it's at 6 a.m. Great conversations. No, no, I'm not the 6 a.m. Yeah, so can, her, can you her, tell you? her conversations are longer, <laughs> it sounds like, because my drive up the canyon is like 20 minutes, because I, I get there at a um, non-executionable time, so... Well, I would also say um, some of the times I've driven up the canyon have not been conversational. They have been, uh, you know, a little mimosa and uh, 
pretty music. You don't do that? <laughs> nope. In I the traffic usually, on the way up? I'm Come almost on. always driving, and uh, I don't usually ski weekends, so I don't have a ton of traffic. Alright, uh, so we are clearly very different people. Yeah. Which is also why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> um, Somehow it works. But yeah, that, I mean, that kind of brings us to why the podcast is named what it is. Um, we just really feel like you can have great conversations on chairlifts and in Canyon Drive. So this is going to be a mobile podcast, which we'll probably throw in some video, even though Anna Kay doesn't want to, but that's kind of the whole point. I really want to do that, especially when we're skiing on the on the chairs. So No, no, I'm totally down for video, just, you know, as long <laughs> as you don't get any shots of me looking stupid, which happens fairly frequently. Yeah. So, you're going to need to edit a lot. It's going to be... Just trying to save be, you some trouble. It's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would love to get more into video production while skiing. I think that is super cool. So... To be able to take a chair up and then ski down and get some cool shots. And if we don't finish that conversation, we'll take another chair and finish it off. And I think we'll have a little bit of adrenaline behind us, hopefully. And I think it'll be Lots pretty cool. Tons. Yeah. Um, and I think now maybe we should talk about ourselves. Ourselves. And, and oh, get a wow. little intro now that the podcast idea has been thrown out there. Yeah. All right. You want to go first? We're doing a, a little spiel. We have to keep our life story to like 30 seconds at this point. <laughs> I, our idea is to have, my idea is to have uh, the episodes be short because I, I feel like if I'm going to be editing a 30 minute video, it's going to take a lot of time. So. Oh, no. no way. But yeah, maybe this one will be a little bit longer because we're going to do some intros and um, yeah, so. Well, I'll do my 30 seconds spiel. Uh, yeah, go for it. Take longer than 30 um, seconds. Probably will. Because you know me. <laughs> I'll mimic you. Oh, yikes. This is going to be fun. Um, so, I am a Southern girl from Tennessee, Memphis, born and raised. I'm the middle of seven children, um, two of whom moved in with my family later on when I was a teenager. So, that was a pretty big shift. Um, they are some of my favorite people and love having crazy shenanigans during holidays with my family now because we're all adults so just all a little bit crazy in our mid late 20s early 30s it's a great time Uh, my parents are very intuitive they are really therapeutic and um have a lot of hard conversations with us have had a lot of hard conversations with us, us over the years I feel like my family is just kind of very integrated into each other's lives. We talk about a lot of deep stuff, a lot of hard stuff. Um, so sometimes it gets to be a lot. You gotta break it up a little bit with humor. So I laugh a lot. Uh, I think that's part of my personality. That's your um, whole personality. My whole personality. Just <laughs> laughter all the time. Which if is funny. If you've ever seen a picture of Anna Kate, she is always laughing. At it's it. true, but it's, you know what's so funny about that? I actually cry a lot. <laughs> So it doesn't really make sense. You don't catch pictures of me crying, but, um, yeah, I grew up in Memphis. I was homeschooled. Most people would say that makes me awkward. I'm a little awkward. It's true. Mostly. Um, mostly awkward. And then I went to college and I decided I wanted to be a child life specialist, which probably everyone on this 
podcast has no idea what that is. Basically, I work with kids in hospitals that are sick and help them understand why they're in the hospital and why they have to be there and all the hard things, because hospitals are weird. We ask you to do weird shit. So, um, that's my job. And then a few years ago, three years ago, to be exact, I, in 72 hours, decided spontaneously to move across the country to Salt Lake City. Here I am. I didn't have a job, and I moved here, and I found a job, and I started to go back to grad school. I became a clinical mental health therapist in August. Three months ago, it still doesn't really feel real. I feel very burnt out, actually, if I'm being honest. I'm, like, kind of tired. So I just kept my job that I still had and didn't apply for new ones. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, we're figuring that out, and I'm a person that laughs a lot. I'm also really emotional, and very dramatic ask people who know me. Anyone. Anyone. anyone, Even people that don't know her. (laughs) I wish it wasn't true, except I love being dramatic. It's my favorite thing about myself. So, that's my spiel. And Salt Lake City is great. I love my life here. And I love obviously became a therapist because I like talking to people about their stories. So, part of this podcast was uh, I feel like I don't know who threw out the original idea. But I feel like I had the original idea. Because <laughs> Justin said we had a great conversation in a 15-minute card, and I was like, yeah, you could make a podcast out of that. And here we are. I think that's actually How it happened. true. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought that was a crazy idea, and then he ran with it. <laughs> so what's your spiel? Well, I mean, just going to that real quick, I have had, I don't know, I've wanted to do something like this for a while. I... I have all of these projects in my head that never get done. Like, I have this one video project that I've literally, like, scripted out for, like, a year, and I just haven't done it because I haven't actually put in the time for it, and I'd like to find people with interesting stories and stuff. I'm kind of hoping that this is one of the ways that I could do that, and maybe this is a little bit of a, a spinoff of, of this particular podcast, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, once I got a good idea, and I'm like, do we actually, like, want to do this? And then, you know, she says yes. I'm like, okay, cool. So then I went and bought the equipment. You found the one person in the world that will literally that do will anything. literally, yeah. <laughs> so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting, and then hopefully we can have some good conversations. And hopefully, you know, even just one person listens to it. I mean, I, I hope. We got at least one. Yeah, I, I'm truly really not I expecting really anything know. at this point. Yeah, I don't know what to what to think of this. Um, maybe once we start doing some video stuff with with skiing, it'll be good. Now and then in the summer, on. it'll be in the summer. We'll have climbing. We can have hiking and backpacking, and you know. We well, can... I did just find out actually today that I am allergic to every single type of tree, grass, and weed in Utah. Nice. So this is maybe why the backpacking trip we went on a few weeks ago actually said... It was pretty horrible, yeah. Yeah, I just had allergy testing, and that's why I was so late today. Poor Justin. Just <laughs> waiting in his car for me. Because my arms are literally on fire. <laughs> but it's okay. It was, it was very patient. There, there were no, um, no, no, no hard feelings on, on mine. I was course a little bit annoyed but we, we, we wanted me, we, so. uh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> no we, yelling. We, we wanted to see the canyon it just snowed in Utah we wanted to see the canyon and the light and it's currently pitch black and no the moonlight it's beautiful well Look there's some it. there's some moon but you know I guess I'm not looking moon. at it but it looks pretty as far as I can tell so um, snow 
Yeah, let's see, about myself, so... Yeah, what's your life story, Justin? Anna Kate is the us. middle of seven, I'm the third of six. And, big uh, families. Yeah, we both have big families. Um, as my mom says, she had one girl, one little princess, and then five <laughs> rotten, stinky, nasty boys. And I am the second of those rotten, stinky, nasty boys. Um, grew up just north of Boston, and... Uh, I feel like any As good... everyone else likes to say, Boston. What is it? What is it they say? <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> always any... try and get the accent right. I'm e everyone right. is like, wow, like, you have such a Boston accent. Boston. Or like, wow, you don't have a Boston accent. And I, I hear both, and I don't really know what to make of it, because as far as I know, I don't really have anything, but... Every once in a while, something slips out, and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, like, I'll meet you in the car. Like, I just gotta grab my cockies real quick. Right? Like, but, like, and that never happens. Like, it, it's, and then it's like, oh, like, you have one. I'm like, no. There it is. I was just, I, I just needed to go grab them. Yeah, whatever. But, yeah. The middle of, of six kids um, on the top half, though, which is pretty awesome. Um, and... You have some sort of, of like seniority complex? No, it's just the top three and the bottom three. That's oh, just I how see. it is. So, my mom, that's how my mom delegates us the, the, top the big three. three and the bottom three. So, interesting choice. Made, those might not be the correct words, but yeah. Um, me and all of my brothers, we all grew up playing hockey. I still have two brothers that are playing hockey in high school right now. Um, we're all very active. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess I lived there full-time until I was 18. Then I went to Buffalo, New York to go to college. I went to Canisius College, and I studied a mouthful. I studied, uh, two majors, um, the most important one being digital media arts with filmmaking concentration, which is why I'm very into film and video and photography especially. Um, and... While I was in uh, college, I had uh, some amazing experiences. I was able to study abroad in uh, the Sunshine Coast in Australia for about six months, um, and that was an awesome time. I surfed three to five times a week because we were about 25 to 30 minutes from some of the best surfing in the world, so that was pretty awesome. Um, they well, also skiing. In they do have skiing, but I, I wasn't near any of the ski resorts. Uh, it was also, um, I guess actually I got there in July, so they would have been in the middle of their ski season there. But um, I took a trip to New Zealand actually, and I did see people skiing. There was a ski resort somewhere in, because uh, it was Queenstown. I couldn't tell you what it was now, but but surfing in Australia. Surfing in Australia time. was awesome, and uh, I would show up to class sometimes with my surfboard and. Put it in the back of the lecture hall and take notes with, you know, sandy toes and sandy bottoms, and it was just awesome. Salt in the hair, like, couldn't couldn't get any better than that, so. Um, my school also sent me to Argentina to make a film, and that was pretty awesome. Great resume piece, um, and also some awesome life experience uh, as well, so. A world traveler. Yeah, that was, that was the year that I traveled a lot. 2017 was a big year. Um, oh, these were all in the same year? Yeah, both wow. of them. So I did the film in Argentina first, and then within like a month, I was in Australia. It was very fast. <laughs> so I used to say that I, I wasn't living really in the same place for more than 
three weeks because I was in Buffalo, then I was in Boston for a little bit, then I was in Argentina, then I was in Boston for a little bit, then my family did a trip to Pennsylvania and also North Carolina, and then I came back for a little bit, and then I was off to, I think it was back for like three days or four days, and then I was off to Australia. So I, uh, I really jumped years. around a lot. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Then after college, I moved out to Salt Lake um, on a uh, less than ideal job, I will say, but eventually found something else within a couple of months, and um, that lasted for a little bit. I did, uh, and still do, social media marketing, so there's a lot of um, kind of daily postings on there and engaging with all of our um, followers and non-followers and writing blogs and paid ads and all of that, and a little bit of video and photo, but not a ton. And then I recently switched to working for a company called Indigo, where I do the same thing, although on a much larger scale, um, and uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm in the middle of doing some video work right now, um, finished up two videos and working on a third and a fourth, and hopefully they'll both be ready to go within a week or so. So. Okay, so how, why did you come out here for a mediocre job? Well, was it I was Salt Lake? Was it? Yeah, I, I didn't know it was a mediocre job. Ah, okay. That was part of it. See, this is uh, the problem. <laughs> I, I <laughs> was... didn't give you all of the information. Yeah, I, I was told many things about the job, and, and part of it seemed too good to be true, but they also were just very adamant about, uh, you know, what they were saying, and I was like, okay, cool, sounds good. I kind of knew I wanted to move to Salt Lake, even though I'd never been here before. It just seemed like it was that kind of an area um, that I'd want to be a lot outside and also a lot of startups that would need social media. So that was partly the reason why I moved out here. And once it was clear that I was not going to be doing what I thought I was going to be doing, that's when I started searching for another job and ended up finding two others that I worked both part-time for a bit. But still in Salt Lake because still in Salt Lake. why? Because I wanted to stay in Salt Lake. I didn't want to go back home for whatever reason. I mean, perhaps it was I didn't want to go back because I didn't want to be a failure. But also, I didn't want to move. I just wanted to be in Salt Lake. I think like that was kind of just the whole point. I wanted to move out and be on my own. And Utah just seemed cool. I, I kind of idealized Utah and thought of the desert a lot, and I Even really wanted to go to the desert. I'd been to Utah, but I'd never been to Salt Lake. Uh, so my family had done trips to uh, southern Utah, where we saw Bryce and Zion and Arches. Um, but I'd never hit uh, Salt Lake. I can't remember if I ever even flew through it. I may have, I just don't remember it, of course. But um, Even though you're like a huge ski buff. I, well, I am now. <laughs> oh, for some reason I, I feel was, like that was part of the decision. No, no I, it was a part of it, but I, I, I was not a huge skier because all of my brothers and I played hockey. hockey yeah. We played hockey instead, and my dad would ask us every single time before the season began, do you want to play hockey or do you want to go skiing? If we don't play <laughs> hockey, we can ski a lot. My dad and my mom grew up skiing in Tahoe. My dad skied Mammoth, so, like... 
you know, they just, they had really good skiing and that's always what they wanted to do, but we only ever skied twice a year because... But he was so bummed during that conversation. Do you yeah. want to ski this year? Probably. This year, please? Is this the year? Yeah. <laughs> and you always like, and, no. And all of us hockey. were like, no, we want to play hockey. Like, that's way better. So we would go, I think, Bloody like the max... Bloody noses constantly. Well, you can't fight when you're six. <laughs> oh, well. But, but you played hockey for a lot longer than when you were just six. It's true. But, yeah, we, we always chose you're hockey You're telling me over you've it. never bloodied someone up before when you played hockey. I have never bloodied anyone up wow. playing hockey. I'm I mean, kind unless, of impressed. It's a lot of self-control. Restraint. I've broken my hand. Oh. Uh, maybe what you would call attempting to bloody someone up. But we have cages, so, like... It was fine. <laughs> Basically, this guy was being a kind of a, a bum all game and snowing our goalie, and I, I finally had enough and decided to take matters into my my own hands and literally your own literally hands. my own hands and <laughs> punched him a little bit, got him to the ground, and uh, of course took a penalty because you're not supposed to do that. And, uh, but also, my, my coach kind of knew, you know, like if. If Justin ever does that, like I, I never took penalties, and if I did, it was a mistake. It was a, it was a trip, or it was a faulty high stick, or a hook. Like there were very rarely any bad penalties. Um, so if if I kind of lost it like that, it was it was uh, you know, not good. And he kind of just I remember him. He, he looked over to me and kind of just nodded and was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, don't feel bad about that. Here you did the are. right thing. And I don't remember his exact words, but I'm sure it was something like that. Also, but, uh, um, pause, because we just made it to one of the coolest places on Earth. Yeah. Brighton Ski Resort. Brighton Ski Resort. You can't see it, Although but I, it is I, beautiful right now. I would go anywhere else but Brighton. Alta's way better. So is Snowbird. Like, Brighton... Is he just saying that? I feel like... Bright, Brighton just has a, a lot of nothing, really. You ski somewhere. Honestly, ski Colorado. Better. <laughs> oh, wait. I didn't pick up on the joke, but I just got it. Oh, oh, this happens a lot in our relationship. Yeah. Uh, um, no one will be surprised at that because, in fact, I don't get many jokes. She, she's kind of clueless sometimes. It's, it's so don't come honestly. to Brighton because... Brighton sucks. Brighton, Brighton bad. Yeah. Yeah. Worst place. So. It really means um, Justin wants it all to himself. So everyone come to Brighton and annoy Justin. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep up with me. It's true. Probably not many people can. So Maybe a here we are. Snow on the mountain. It's a great time. Yeah. Ski season has just begun. They got the snow guns going. You can see at least one of them. And, uh. We've got a mostly full moon up top, which is pretty cool. And to think, just two weeks ago, maybe three, I hiked up to up the Bright the Brighton Lakes. Yeah. There was no snow. And didn't invite me. Yeesh. That was awesome. Yikes! I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I got a luck. You would have actually times. been surprised because I was the one that was pushing the other two people I was with to go faster. I wanted to go fast, which after our last backpacking trip doesn't probably sound like me, but yeah. I swear I'm a good hiker. We, we should get into that one episode, actually. That that trip could be <laughs> a whole, whole episode, honestly. It could be like a whole I, hour. <laughs> I actually brought uh, our microphones, but we didn't bring them on the trail. I, I was kind of like, well... I think logistics-wise, it's going to be a little too intense, and uh, yeah, probably just won't be that good. And 
It was good because we saved Anna Kate probably a, a host of embarrassment, I think. So. Uh, it's true. I was uh, indisposed yeah. by many things. So next time we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I guess last question. Well, not last question, but the question that I want to ask is, and I want us both to answer, what drives you? What motivates you to live your life the way that you are right now? Hmm. Um, <laughs> she's going to laugh at this maybe, but the easy answer is peace and quiet. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Laugh, I, I, <laughs> um. I, uh, I have a very not, very unstressful life, Mm -hmm. um, compared to a lot of people that I know. And, uh, I suppose I'm unsure of how I do that sometimes because I really don't know. She's a simple man, guys. There is a lot of stuff that goes on, but like men are not that complicated and especially me, really not that complicated. It's like you work. You work out, you eat dinner, and, like, good. And, like, that workout can be anything. I mean, I can just be doing a regular workout at a gym, which I don't do because gyms are just giant hamster wheels with sweaty people. I would prefer to be outside, especially in Utah. I go hike, and in the winter, I ski. so many other options. I ski literally five days a week if I can. Like, Monday through Friday, and I might get a weekend in there. But uh, that was my gym last year. I... I skied and snowboarded 111 days, which is spectacular. Which is no small feat. It's it's uh, partially. In contrast, I skied 13. Yeah. So, so I, I'm. <laughs> you kind can all of... make fun of me for that. <laughs> I'm kind of known as the ski bum, I guess, because I, I at the time I had a part time job with Bear Freelance, and I would be able to get off at like 2 p.m. So. That's just at least, it kind of still drives me. My, my, just get all of my work done, make enough money so I can go have fun. <laughs> that whether, that, whether that's hiking, whether that's skiing, and I just get a lot of peace from being outside. And if I'm not outside, I think I lose a little bit of that peace and I just get itchy and I have to get outside. And my wonderful girlfriend Mercedes is very good at noticing that sometimes she'll just look at me and be like do you need to get out of the house do you need to do something when I haven't been out in a couple of days and I'm just like yes please let's go I need to do something I don't care what it is we can just drive up the canyon and I can take photos like I just need to get out and do something so uh definitely feeling like that today a little bit I've been cooped up all week uh actually so it's nice to get out and Get to my favorite place in the whole world, which shouldn't be anyone else's favorite place because (laughs) Brighton is the worst, but I mean... Don't listen to it. Why would you want to ski here? It's just, you know... He tells lots of jokes, but most of which I don't get, (laughs) so... Yeah, and that would be the short answer of what drives Mm. me, Uh, and trying to find peace and solitude, and I, I feel like my mind can be very settled when I am quite physically tired which is good at the top of a mountain whether I hike it or ski or something and you just kind of you know clear your mind of everything and you're not really thinking about anything and it's just it's a nice place to be and and you go to sleep and do it all over again yeah well I was gonna say I have an off script question 
that I was thinking about on the way over here. Oh, boy. And my question for you is, so I've noticed throughout the few months that I have known Justin, it has not been very long. He's Maybe pretty, three months. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty intense kind of person. He can be pretty intense. And that doesn't always come off well with other people. It depends on the person. But what I've also noticed is that Justin is incredibly kind. So my question is, well, where what, did that come from? Where did, you, where's your kindness come from? What do you like, mean? Where is that built? Intense. Oh, you know, you're just like blunt, straightforward to the point. Like you're an intense kind of presence, I think. Maybe. That's not a bad thing. Why would you beat around the bush? Like people like to protect people. And... <laughs> okay, but this is not what I was asking. <laughs> just saying, like, you know, if, if, if you have a conversation with someone, they come to you with a problem, right? This happens mm-hmm. a decent amount with a lot of my friends. And the first question I'll ask them usually is, would you like me to listen? And just listen to what you have to say, your whole story? Or do you want a solution out of this? And I've learned that because a lot of times before, in five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was, I would just offer solutions because I'm like, this is not a complicated situation. Like, the reason you're feeling bad is because you're doing X when you should be doing Y. Like, <laughs> this is dumb. See, Come what I'm on. saying, my point, so, intense. <laughs> So, and, but like, I don't know, like, like a lot of those people that have come to me have been girls and they kind of, I realized eventually that they kind of just want a vent. They don't really want a solution. And I'm like, if you don't want to solve your problems, I mean, your problems might take three steps to do. And the first two are like, you know, very easy or something. But like, if you just want me to listen to you and be like, wow, yeah, that's so bad. And I'm so sorry you have to go through that. And by the way, you could really, you know, solve this very easily, you know, versus, uh, you know, just just listening and and doing nothing but um yeah I I suppose it came out of that just having to not having to I volunteered of course to to be there for my friends I don't think that you would ever do anything that you were that I didn't want to do yeah you're not that type of person (laughs) yeah and I I'm very empathetic towards people because again I I I just very rarely have drama in my life I don't really have anyone that has any like dirt on me or like that's not a good way to say it like I don't know I'm not a bad person so no one's like well I don't really like Justin or whatever but like I just I don't really have anything that kind of occupies my my time I was brought up very well and with a very clear and level head and I think that's really what it is is people see that I can just kind of read through situations pretty well so, so a lot of times, because you have the peace and quiet, yeah. you can offer some space yeah. to people who need it. Yeah, and I and I think because of that, I'm just willing to listen. And and now I phrase those, you know, conversations as, "Would you like me to offer a solution? Are you looking for a solution, or do you just want to talk about it?" Because I am down for both. And I suppose maybe during some of those conversations, I have learned some patience, and that has translated to kindness because. I might see a very easy way to solve that problem, but it's just like, you know, she doesn't want it. He doesn't want the solution. They just want to talk about it and I can talk through it with them. And, um, you know, perhaps, uh, perhaps that's good. Maybe they just need that. So, um, well, thank you for indulging my non-scripted. Yeah. We got to get back to our little script and, uh, yeah. Figure out what drives you. Um, it's a good question. It's a very broad question, um, by the way. I'm, it is a broad question. I'm also a very wordy person. I recognize this. So I'm going to try and keep it less wordy. We're at 32 minutes. Um, I figured this would be like 20 <clears throat> minutes tops. 
Well, here we are. 12 minutes over. <laughs> we can maybe cut this one in half. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that what drives me is... I mean, the short answer is healing. And I would say along with that, hope. Um, because I briefly mentioned a little bit before, but my family has been through a lot of, I'd say, traumatic experiences. So different people in my family, different siblings that I have or foster siblings that I have, have just been through a lot, have experienced a lot. And I saw the way that each one of us has been through our own sort of difficulties in life. And um, that's part of what drove me to want to be a therapist is seeing how healing happened in my family, how we all came together through those difficult seasons and really just loved one another really well. And sometimes we don't, nobody's perfect. My family's not perfect. There's definitely seasons that have been harder than others, but I think on the whole, I have a huge amount of gratitude and love for each individual person in my family, who they are and how they got to be who they are. So hearing stories, telling stories, I think is really important for me. That's been a part of the, what they say in therapy, the therapeutic process, which I don't want to scum up this podcast too much with vague therapy terms, (laughs) because honestly, those terms are all crap anyways. (laughs) Um, but I do think that there's something to be said for like just having your own process and working through your life story by telling your story and by talking about the things that are the hardest. Cause I, I think that, um, healing can only happen when you're being honest, which is why I surround myself with a lot of honest people, sometimes bluntly honest, which is good. Also hard. <laughs> um, it's hard to hear the truth, but it needs it to is. be told. But it needs to be said. Right. So that's what drives me. And that's why I do what I do working with sick kids in the hospital. My whole job is not to lie to them because you would be surprised how many adults lie to a sick kid about why they're actually sick, um, which sucks. So my job is basically to tell the truth. And also as a therapist, I think that's true too. I'm not currently practicing as a therapist, but someday we'll see. Yes. I think that's the answer to the question. Probably. Yeah. I'm just thinking now that I have to winterize my car a little bit. I already have my tires and stuff, but I got to like throw my and sharing my story. He's worried (laughs) about his car. I got to like throw a shovel in my car (laughs) so I can like dig out if I need to. Like there's like, there's snow piled up here, man. Like, uh, it's a serious endeavor coming in from mountains. Yeah. I forgot about all of that. Chuck my shovel in and we'll be good to go. So I had to dig up my car last year, like a couple of times. Yeah the worst kind of feeling ever well it's the best feeling because you know um, you're yeah, just skiing a lot me. of powder so i guess that's true uh, i think that that's all your questions except for hobbies and interests but we talk a we'll kind of get into those in a later episode anyways but yeah do you want to quick shoot your hobbies my hobbies <laughs> real quick name your top five <laughs> Top five hobbies. Um, I love to ski. I also like sitting in random. I like to find 
local craft coffee shops (laughs) that are good in any city I go to. It's like one of my favorite things is to find the best coffee shops. Alpha Coffee Um, and Honeysuckle, two of uh, the best. What? I I do love them, but Salt Lake City, I would say. I guess they're not in Salt Lake. Actually, Three Pines downtown. And I really like Blue Copper. Oh, no. Well, well here's the thing. You can't Alpha just pick just one. Open I have downtown. like. You got to oh, pick your no top two. Yeah, they have a downtown oh, I didn't location. Know that. See, it's just, it's hard for me to get out here. How am I, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. It's a long way. Um, I work, live downtown, work downtown. Yeah, so I like that. I like those two things. I mean, I feel like I used to journal a lot more, but I don't as much. I love to drive, driving and listening to music, yeah. finding new music. Definitely a hobby. Um, I like night sky watching and really camping of any kind, whether that's backpacking or just hiking and like camping overnight or car camping, whatever it is. I love to camp. I love to be out in the wild. My favorite national park thus far is Grand Teton National Park. I can't yeah. really be beat. I mean, there are some great national parks, but that one just so happens to be my favorite. I think I would agree with basically all of those hobbies. Uh, I also love to ski and hike and I do a lot of car camping. I, I uh, have done a couple backpacking trips in Utah, and quite literally just two, and they both happened this summer. And uh, one of them was ruined and by... one of them we'll get into wow. later. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably swap out coffee shops with uh, blogging and uh, also add in photography Well, there. I was going to say, you have to, if you don't say photography, uh, yeah, that's like... That's a thing. big one, so... Uh, I think yeah, one of my I mean, hobbies I, is actually making new friends. Can that be a hobby? I love to meet new people. And then I never talk to them again. I'm very surprised that we're actually still friends. I'm very extroverted. And I love to go to a party where I like meet people, hear their story, and never see them again. <laughs> well. Is that allowed? <laughs> I have a couple of people that I've done that with. I met one guy one time. Went rock climbing with him, and all three of them, actually, I just have this perfect image of in my head. They were just the nicest people ever. Yeah. Never saw I never saw any of them ever again, and uh, I was like... That's fine. You have the image. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. I still know their names, too. Christine, Andrew, and Nico. Wow, he does. I swear I didn't just throw out three random. I names. really feel like I wrote, you did. I really, I wrote a blog. Like, I wrote a blog on them, and they are in there. And you can go and fact check me. Uh, those are their names. Uh, either Christine or Christina. I'm pretty sure it was Christina, but yeah. Uh, well, here we are with our hobbies and our interests in this podcast. Yeah, and uh, we might we, we gotta probably start driving down soon. It's getting yeah late. We'll it's seven fifty, the by the way. It, well, it's like pitch black though. It's pretty, it's pretty dark. 7.50 in Utah up in the canyons. Although, dark. There's, some, there's some stars out there, so maybe we'll stargaze oh, for a hot yes. second. And then, uh... My favorite. Yeah. All right, let's clouds, do it. But... Well, for all of you listening, thanks for tuning in. All three of you. <laughs> maybe it's just, yeah, us two listening and one other person. <laughs> I would hope, I would hope both of our significant others would listen. <laughs> Plus so... one other person. <laughs> Hopefully. But, uh, yeah, get ready for uh, hopefully a pretty fun uh, podcast series. We have uh, uh, ten ideas scripted for our first season. This has been the first one, and then we've got uh, nine more, like, really good topics that we want to cover. And 
a lot of these, hopefully they're going to take place during the ski season, uh, driving up the canyons and on the chairlifts. And I'm hoping we can get some really good, uh, conversations out of it. So if you would, uh, some of those conversations being with random people on the ski lift. Some of That's them will be with be random people. Part. Yeah. I can't wait to talk yeah. to random people. Hopefully, hopefully they're, they're receptive to it and, and want to chat and. Uh, How could they not be? Come on, ski people yeah. in Utah are so nice. Unless they you're at Alta, nice. then they're mean. Yeah, which is why you don't go to Alta. <laughs> they just have so many problems there. I, I can't, don't even want to get into it. Yeah. But we love Alta. Yeah. Alta I, snowboarding I team is, is the team <laughs> the to be on. I was part of that club last year. I got to get in my uh, laps this season before they, they open. But uh, at least make it up once. So... Before they murder you on the Before, yeah, they yeah. they ban me. They ban me every start of the season. It's just kind of it's ridiculous. I feel honestly, like more but... than banning if they catch you up there. Really, it's, a, it's, it's, it's total ban, man. They just don't allow you. So it's like no, no snowboarders. I'm like, dude, it's a monoboard. No. It's a monoboard sideways. Like, come on, man. It's ridiculous. They just don't understand the life of a snowboarder. They really don't. Well signing off should we have a sign off should we have a thing that we do like a little diddy diddle I kind of think we should just cut it off in the middle of our conversation <laughs> just right in the middle right in the middle sometime and yeah i mean ideally it's gonna end 